Welcome to another edition of San Joaquin Spotlight. This is a public affairs broadcast airing on CMAC, Comcast 93, and AT&T 99. We're also on Talk Radio 1550, KXCX, that's on the AM dial in Central California. And we're all over the world on Anchor FM, a product of Spotify, our guest is a friend of mine that I met actually when I was years ago, when I was at Fresno State. And since then, we've kind of kept in touch. And he's had his pulse on news. And I want to, we'll talk a little bit about what he's doing in news. We talked to him once before, but his creativeness is impressive. And we'll talk about it later. But he's covering the news of an entire region or continent. And it's happening here in the Valley. Maurice, welcome to the program. Thank you very much, Savag. How are you? Well, good, sir. Good. Just, uh, you know, doing our thing day in, doing our yeah. thing day out, doing the family thing. I know you're doing your family thing too as well, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. Maurice, uh, Maurice and Don, he's a editor, I want to call him, because he has a website with very interesting information. And I... I periodically go on the website to read news from Africa. First and foremost, Maurice, talk a little bit about yourself. Uh, you came to this country when? Well, I came to this country in the 2000s, and I went to Fresno State where me and you graduated, uh, School of Journalism over there. And uh, ever since, I've been uh, in and out in corporate America until I decided to just start my own venture. And uh, now I'm self-employed. I I am the owner of Ndole Media, uh, which is transitioning to Naxton Technologies. And uh, I'm also the publisher of Hosik News, which is also transitioning again to Africana, to the Africana Voices, uh, a pan-Africanist uh, news, uh, news website uh, that we are actually converting into a news platform. And what got you so interested in news? I remember when you were at Fresno State, you were involved in a little bit of news, but now you've kind of transitioned into like a media empire. Well, I've always I've always liked to be a journalist. I think uh, becoming a journalist was something I wanted to do when I was a kid. I used to really enjoy seeing how newspapers influence how things worked. I was I'm actually a newspaper guy through and through. I've never been really too keen on TV, although now you have to be multimedia. Uh, but when I was growing up, I wanted to just be a newspaper man, write the stories, go out, find what's going on, and uh, let people know what's going on, become an advocate for the voiceless. So one of my key things is to find stories which have an impact. Um, I'm more and more moving into stories that have uh, informational value because the news stories are moving too fast. I don't know if you've noticed, but in one day, you can have like so, so many breaking news from different sources. So it's very difficult to pick, to, to keep up. So we are really defining how we're, going, we're doing news. We are getting more into informational space. And uh, that is what Africana News is about. I'm also now doing a Twitter spaces. So every Tuesday at 10, at 10 a.m. Pacific, I host a Twitter space, which is uh, Africana uh, Pan-African is based, where we look at issues affecting the Africana diaspora. Africana diaspora means uh, Africans in the diaspora, African-Americans, Caribbean, and all those other uh, people of African descent all over the world. So 
Uh, last week we spoke about Cameroon, what's going on in Cameroon. Uh, next week you're talking about the elections in Nigeria. Nigeria is a very important country in Africa. Uh, over 200 million uh, population, uh, the largest economy in Africa, huge culture, everything in Nigeria is huge. So it's a very big and consequential election in Africa, and we're going to focus on it because the election is happening on the 25th of February. So, so that's what I've been up to, and that's where we are moving towards in this election. Uh, we still, uh, I mean, in this, uh, in uh, in our in our news coverage, although we still consider, uh, we still cover Kenya news uh, very comprehensively, and I have a crew of uh, reporters in Kenya. Uh, we are actually now expanding our horizons. So before we continue on the news portion, our audience members who are watching this, you have a couple of uh, signs up behind you. You have a couple of logos, Lokna and Pictographics. Can you tell us about those? Yeah, so um, part of my uh, my business is uh, developing technologies and uh, applications which we believe are going to be helpful to people. And um, we have developed two applications which are in the process of beta launching right now. So picture graphics, let me start with picture graphics. Picture graphics, uh, I am a photographer and I've been a photography enthusiast ever since I was a kid. I just couldn't afford the equipment until now. So now that I have the equipment to go out and photograph, I've developed a passion for landscape photography, human photography, and uh, architecture, uh, buildings and all that photography. And uh I found that it was very difficult to market the, for the photographs because the competition is very high and uh, the payout was not very good. So I decided to build a platform for photographers like me because I realized if I'm feeling that we are not the only one. So I built picture graphics. Uh, my wife and I, uh, I gave my wife the idea of uh, building these platforms and she was like, you got to do it. I mean, if you're feeling it in your bones, uh, you uh, you have to do it. Otherwise, you're going to get to 70 years old and you didn't do it. <laughs> and then you'll start regretting it be too late. So I built picture graphics so that we can have, uh, photographers can have a platform where they can sell their art, uh, where they can uh, actually uh, get paid for directly for the work they do. Because if, let's say, somebody is out there in um, doing a safari in Africa or maybe somewhere in Africa where the people rarely go. I mean, we don't have those images out in public. Those images are missing. Uh, so picture graphics is going to tap into those kind of those kind of niche products and they'll bring those pictures to life. And uh, those photographers, uh, for their good work, if they can afford to be on the platform, uh, they, they'll be able to be paid and earn a living. And it's the way we've designed it is the pictures are not going to be sold very expensive. They're going to, uh, we have, we're thinking of a maximum of $30 an image. And this is a high quality image because the algorithm in the platform is going to, is going to regulate the quality of the picture. We're not going to have very poor quality pictures, but then you can scale down the quality of the picture depending with what you need. Let's say if you want a picture just for the web, you don't need the high resolution photo for it. You can just take a, a low resolution and use it on a web, on a website. So the, the 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 platform has a way for you to regulate the kind of download you're going to do, and that that gives the photographer a lot of leeway, uh, of uh, of uh, a lot of opportunities to sell, uh, so to speak. And um, uh, at thirty dollars, we estimated that's a good a good sweet spot for anybody to purchase an image. 
and then and the photographer to be paid and uh, we are looking at uh, photographers in in countries where the, the 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 payout usually is almost nothing so for us $10 $30 is nothing but in a place like Kenya $10 can really go a long way and if you are a good photographer and people are downloading your photos all the time uh you can make those money quite quite a bit and it could be a good source for you to earn a living so that's picture graphics uh Lochner, on the other hand is a different platform so the vision for Lochner came during the pandemic um and uh there was a lot of suffering in Kenya and uh, you know when the pandemic pandemic happened uh, the whole the whole world went into a lockdown i don't know i don't know if uh, that was the case in armenia as well but in kenya and most parts of africa despite africa not being affected so much by covid thank god for that but there was a lockdown in kenya and we had a lot of relatives calling us for money asking for support and things like that and uh, people who are doing business could not go to the market so it was a difficult situation so i thought about building a platform which is going to overcome that so Lochna overcomes that because uh, it's designed for you to trade in any form that you want. You could trade using butter trade. Uh, let's say for people who don't have so much money, as long as you can have a, a smartphone, which is also another hurdle. But uh, I mean, uh, it's the only way that we can actually connect and be able to use technology. And there's a lot of uh, smartphone usage in Africa, especially in Kenya right now, because of a, a system of uh, payment known as M-Pesa. So technology in Africa is really moving fast. I mean, I would you would be surprised that there's more 5G networks in uh, in Kenya than some parts in the United States. So what is happening now is people are doing a lot of online transactions. So Lochner is going to enable them to be able to do those transactions in any way they, they can with as little money as not having any money at all because uh, I'm imagining that let's say somebody does not have money and he wants to go and uh, maybe buy get food he could transact uh, uh, with a, with an item that he has with uh, somebody else and uh, they can exchange the good for goods or service for goods or whatever they choose and they also have the ability to do it by cash uh, Lochner is also applicable in the US for example in the US uh, a lot of us do garage sales. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you've done a garage sale once once in your lifetime or you've gone to one. I, I remember my, my first golf clubs were bought in a garage sale. So garage sales are usually some very involving exercise. You have to go put out all those posters on the streets and advertise and all that. So with Lochner, we are actually creating a system where you can actually advertise the garage sale within your zip code. So anybody in your zip code, as long as they're signed up in uh, in Lochner, if you announce a garage sale, the information is go to, is, will go to all of them and people can search for garage sales in your area, outside the area, depending with how they want to do. And uh, it just makes it easier for people to sell stuff that they don't need, to give away stuff if you want. It doesn't restrict you on what you want to do. It's just like a free-ranging platform uh, that's going to help people to be able to connect with neighbors, friends, and to also sell their stuff and give away the extra stuff that they have. So those are the two platforms that uh, that uh, I've been able to put together. 
And uh, I want to say thank you uh, to my, my wife for encouraging me to stick it in. <laughs> there are days when I almost gave up. I was I would look at this and be like, oh, man, am I really going to finish this? And uh, when I started, I thought it was going to be an easy undertaking, but it wasn't easy. I discovered that I could not do the programming myself and I had to hire a team. And uh, I'm really blessed because I was able to find a team of some very professional people and uh, a young man uh, known as Nasir and uh, a gentleman known as Pradeep, they were able to put all the, the, the programming for me. And uh, we've been meeting a almost every day for the last three years, just talking about these things, tweaking here, improving here, testing it. And now we are finally at the final stage where we can actually show it to the world. That's exciting. Yeah. And we'll talk about this a little later on. Yeah. But you, when you came on last time, you were talking about Hot Seat News. Yes. I love the name change because now it's Africana Voices. Talk yeah. about how where you are with that process. So Africana, oh, by the way, the, the, the rebrand is actually in, in progress. We should be able to be done with it by mid of this month. I was trying to get it done uh, at the beginning of the of the Black History Month, but uh, it wasn't possible. So we are in the process of uh, changing the social media and uh, uh, converting the the uh, hot seat news because hot seat news are actually grown. We had uh, uh, as of uh, the time when we were analyzing to see how much data we have to move, we had four hundred and six stories that are already on the platform that we we need to move, and these are original stories. Because hot seat news, we don't do um, uh, we don't do uh, wire stories and stuff. We do original stories, and uh, that's what part of part of the brand that we're trying to establish. And uh, so the stories in by itself are a huge intellectual property that we need to transfer. So the move to Africana was I I talked to people and people I would kind of ask people how they felt whenever they heard about hot seat news. And uh, it came. I came to a realization that there was a disconnect. When people had hosted news the first time, they would expect to be entertainment. They would expect something to do with... Uh, 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 they, it did not come to them as things like uh, news and uh, the kind of, the kind of uh, uh, articles that we post on hosted news. It was not the first thing that came to their minds. So I decided that maybe that's a mismatch. So if I'm going to have hosted news, we're going to have like quick bites. We're going to have something like something about uh, entertainment and things like that. Um, but uh, Africana was more like what we were doing. And since I've been doing these Twitter spaces that have a pan-Africanist reach, I decided to just expand it so that I can include everybody in Africa and uh, in the African diaspora in there. It doesn't mean that the news is not relevant to other people. Uh, like the Europeans, Americans, Armenians, like yourself. It, that is not what it means. It means that the kind of the kind of information that we curate are actually tailored to kind of highlight the things that are happening within the African diaspora, but is also educational and edifying to everybody else outside that uh, that uh, uh, outside that that community. So so we 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 are pretty inclusive. And I don't know how you felt when you read the stories that we have over there. Did you? What was the impression when you read the story that you read today? Well, I, I was impressed, and I, mm -hmm. you know, I want to ask you about one because there's one that I'd love to hear an update on. And you're just, I mean, other than your website, 
I'm not getting much update out there in the real world is you have a story and I'm I'm reading Hot Seat News, which soon is going to be rebranded to the Africana Voice. Love the name, by the way. I love yeah, thank you, Africana thank you. Voice. Um, Baku Haram, a thorn on Nigeria's side that presidential candidates must address. So the writer of this story is Nancy, Nancy Kahaki. Is she one of uh, Hot Seat News writers? Yeah, Nancy Kahaki is a regular with Hot Seat News. Uh, uh, so she uh, she writes uh, American-type stories, uh, all these human interest-type stories. And uh, one of the things that she really likes to... She likes to pick up those niche stories that people are not thinking about. Some kind of out-of-the-box thinking. Because uh, the issues in the Nigerian election... Uh, has to do with the, of course, the economy because Nigeria is such a such a large economy, but it's underperforming because of the corruption over there and uh, some of the issues that they've not been able to to do well. So, and uh, Boko Haram, which is an Islamist terrorist group that is uh, operating in the northern part of Nigeria and the Western African, uh, some other West African countries. Uh, has been a thorn in their flesh. They've been kidnapping women and uh, raping them and stuff like that. Uh, but Nigeria is such a huge country that when something is happening on the north, okay, some people in the other parts of the country cannot even have an inkling of what's going on. But the impression that we get out here in the West and everywhere else in the world is Boko Haram has infiltrated the whole country. Okay, so there is a perception problem that makes an, it makes it appear as if uh, as if uh, Nigeria is unsafe, and uh, which might not necessarily be the case. I mean, security issues are concerned. It's one of the things that the issues that's coming up in those elections in the candidates' uh, uh, spiel, uh, but it's not as uh, the the perception and the reality are not gelling. Okay. So the Boko Haram issue, because it's one of the biggest issues that goes out in public, is something that the presidential candidates really seriously have to address. They have to prove to the public that the Boko Haram is not Boko Haram is contained, that they're not going to be able to operate freely in the regions they're operating, and people can actually go over there and live their lives without fear of being kidnapped, <laughs> without their, their girls being kidnapped. So it, it's a very... Uh, Backward is a back is a story that's looking back, but bringing it forward to kind of say, okay, this happened in the past, but we still have the problem. The problem has not disappeared because the perception is Boko Haram is still dominating uh, security apparatus over there, and uh, there's also allegations that the the government, the current government, has not really done anything because they're in cahoots with them. Uh, the current government, the leader of the the country, is a Muslim. And Boko Haram is a Muslim separate uh, Islamist group. So there is also a perception there that he's kind of sympathetic. He doesn't want to go hard against them because they are, they are professing Islam. So there's all those dynamics that we have to see. And it's going to be interesting what's going to come out in a Tuesday Twitter space because that's going to be one of the questions that you're going to be asking the participants of the Twitter spaces uh, on Tuesday. You are listening to San Joaquin Spotlight, a public affairs broadcast airing on CMAC, Comcast 93 and AT&T 99. We're also on Talk Radio 1550, KX, EX in the Central Valley of California. And finally, we are on Anchor FM, a Spotify product uh, worldwide for those who listen to our podcast. Interesting interview today with Maurice Lundon. He's the publisher of 
Hot Seat News getting rebranded to the Africana Voice. He, there's also a few other things he's working on, Lokna, which he explained about, and Picture Graphic, he also talked a little bit about. Very creative. Uh, I, I met Maurice back in early 2000s at Fresno State and kept running into him. Uh, was a successful uh, corporate. He worked in corporate America, was very successful there. And now, Maurice, I think you, this is your passion because you could have easily stayed where you were working. And I don't want to mention where you were working, but you did very well where you were working. And now you're doing this, which you're doing great at too. But I could tell this is your passion, huh? This is my passion. I've always wanted to, first of all, be self-employed to determine uh, what I want to do every day. And I've always wanted to create something which I can leave behind, something which is going to help people. And um, and more and more, I'm discovering that uh, I'm not just doing one thing because <laughs> I've tried to focus on one thing and it has really been impossible. I think my mind is wired to do multiple things at the same time. And uh, that's how I'm finding myself doing uh, all these things, all these products uh, all at once. It's not easy. I'm not saying it's one of those fun things that you can never do. There are times when I find myself just sitting around wondering what to do next because there's so many things going on in your head <laughs> and you don't know which one to focus on. So, um, but all in all, uh, I, I believe anybody, everybody should, uh, should pursue their passion. Uh, I'm not saying you should quit your job and uh, start doing other things because it's not easy. Not everybody can do that. Uh, but if you have a, a way of doing that and be able to support your life, and uh, you you believe that this is what's gonna do uh, work for your life, I think uh, go for it, go for it. And uh, uh, from my uh, my perspective right now, I think uh, the products that uh, we have put out, picture graphics, Lochner, and Africana News, are an embodiment of the the work that I would like to produce uh, throughout my life. And I think this is what this is the path I've chosen, and this is how I'm going to uh, maybe uh, end <laughs> throughout my life. You know, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. going back to Africana news. Yeah. Um, we talked about Boko Haram a little bit, and I wanted to ask the update on the kidnapped schoolgirls from a couple of years ago. Have they all returned, or is there an international uh, search? For them because you know it was in the media for a while and it was very interesting and then it stopped and then now it's got me thinking about it again because of your website yeah a, a lot of them okay first of all some of them actually escaped uh just as the time they were being kidnapped and then after after some time uh, the rest of them were rescued and some of them also ran away uh but uh, the kidnappings uh, it's not just one kidnapping it's just a tactic that uh, boko haram uses so the ones, the, the 200, I think the 257 girls who were kidnapped from that secondary school, uh, that was the most egregious because it uh, it hit the international headlines. Uh, but Boko Haram has been doing that for years and it's something that I don't think they have stopped doing. So those girls, but I'm, uh, I, I don't know if it's all of them who were who, uh, who rescued, uh, but um, uh, my understanding is uh, a lot of them went back home. We're uh, running out of time this week, Maurice. I could talk to you for a very long time. And I am going to have you back when uh, Africana Voice is actually live. Right now, yeah. it's Hot Seat News is where people can go, all one word, to read about all the things going on in Africa. 
Um, I, I bet you there are a lot of African-Americans and Africans that are so proud of you, Maurice, because you're bringing so much news to them. I mean, I'm proud of you because of what you're doing. How does it feel just to know that you've got a lot of people that are relying on now your news source to, for information? Well, it, it feels good. It's one of those things that, um, uh, it's a labor of love most of all, because, uh, uh, the the news business has really been fragmented. There's so many sources of news. So um, sometimes you have to ask yourself if actually there's a need for your for your perspective. But it feels good to be able to do it because uh, I think uh, I've had several opportunities where I've done some investigative work that has made a difference in the community. And, uh, and that feels good. I mean, because the community is going to rely on the information that comes from my website and my investigation and uh, my publication uh, for them to be pushed into action, to raise funds and to to do something. Uh, There's a case in point, uh, although it wasn't just me, the, the girl in the, uh, Albania who was assaulted, and this is an ongoing case. Mm-hmm. Uh, the good news is uh, she has already been moved out of Albania where the, the treatment was very poor. They, they couldn't get proper treatment for her. And uh, the investigation seemed to have hit a wall uh, the police over there uh, alluded that she tried to commit suicide, although there's no evidence she would have tried to commit suicide and stuff. So there's a lot going on in there, and I was able to cover that story. Uh, one of the things that was uh, was happening during the time when I, when I covered the story is they were in the middle of a fundraiser. They wanted to raise the funds so they can find they can they can they can uh, find uh, specialized treatment for her in Europe or somewhere. But it was so expensive; they needed like half a million dollars, and they, they were only able to uh, not raise, raise a fraction of that. But the Kenyan government stepped up, which is something that uh, is very rare. So we have a new government in Kenya, and the Kenyan government stepped up, and they they uh, picked her up from Albania and moved her back to Kenya, where she was able to find some specialized treatment that a lot of Kenyans were not even aware exists in Kenya. So it's a story that is moving in the positive direction. I was really, really excited to be part of it. And those are the kind of stories that make me happy and uh, just to participate in influencing how those things happen. On that note, Maurice, we are out of time this week on the program. Thank you again for joining. And how can people support you and the work you're doing? Yeah, thank you very much for that. I mean, you can support uh, Hot Seat News and Africana Voice by going to the site and subscribing. Uh, There's a button there where you can subscribe. We also accept donations. So if you want to donate to us, uh, there's a donation button over there. And you can just click and you can send us money by cash up. You can do all that stuff if you if you are, if you are able to. And uh, the money is going to be spent very wisely. We have reporters that we are nurturing in Kenya. So all that money is going to be used to expand uh, their reach and to also give them opportunities to go and do some feature stories that are going to be very edifying to our viewers and our readers. And uh, for Lockdown and Picture Graphics, we are encouraging everybody to, to, to log in and, and to uh, sign up. And to, if you are a professional photographer, picture graphics is where you want to be. You want to sell your pictures directly to the people and build your profile and be able to reach your customers. Uh, for all of us, go into Lochna, be able to put your stuff, give away your stuff. I mean, we all have so much stuff in our garages that we don't use. Put them on Lochna so people can come and take them and use them. Perfect and way I, to I wanna say I want to say thank you to you, Savak, for giving me this opportunity. Anytime, and we'll have you back. Thank you. Thank, thank- you very much.
Thank you to our audience members watching this broadcast on CMAC, Comcast 93, and AT&T 99. Thank you also to those listening to Talk Radio 1550, KXCX, in the Central Valley of California. And finally, to those listening on Anchor FM, the podcast, uh, Spotify company, San Joaquin Spotlight is the program. I'm your host, Sevag Tatiosian. Tune in next week to a new edition. This program was made possible in part by FaceLogic Essential Skin Care and Spa in Clovis.